Psalm chapter 85. Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You covered all their sin. You withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. Restore us again, O God of our salvation, and put away your indignation toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints. But let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground, and righteousness looks down from the sky. Yes, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him and make his footsteps away. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so we have moved from restore us in Psalm 80 to Psalm 85, revive us. Mm. Big, big shift, Barrett. I hope mm. you're ready for it. And, you know, this is a, this is maybe like a little more poetic version of the same sentiment, mm. uh, but I, I do love this last stanza of the psalm. There's this interesting little dance with uh, faithfulness and righteousness, mm-hmm. you know, kissing and springing up from the ground and looking down mm, from the sky. Yeah, right. Um, so that's a good time. And then we got some <laughs> agriculture references and, you know, yeah, we just got all the all the good works. I so, Vera, what are your thoughts uh, to start us off on Psalm 85? So we've kind of been on these community laments. Sure have. Where the whole community of Israel uh, and particularly, you know, Asaph and maybe a son of Korah mm-hmm. is representing representing Israel, but um, yeah. So so there the people are lamenting. This one strikes a a happier tone mm-hmm. uh, than than Psalm seventy nine and eighty that we've done the past couple of days, and um, you know they're they're again calling on the Lord and kind of reminding the Lord of things that He has said in. Uh, in years past, and I would say ages past, mm-hmm. and so one one thing that this psalm reminds of is back in Exodus 34, where Moses is getting the new tablets. Uh, he needed new tablets because he took the old ones and threw them at the golden calf so, when he came down off the mountain. Always calls for new tablets. I know. Yeah. yeah. And so he needed some new tablets. He broke the other ones for good reason. Yep. Aaron had led the people astray. <laughs> And, um, and so he, so he went up to the Lord and was making new tablets. And it says in, in Exodus 34, it says in verse six and seven, that the Lord actually proclaims this of himself. Mm-hmm. It says the Lord passed before him, before Moses and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. There's that phrase that mm-hmm. you see repeated over and over in, uh, in Psalm 85 keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third 
and the fourth generation. Mm-hmm. And so they are, Israel is experiencing some of this, these two verses back in Exodus 34. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing uh, the iniquity that has come on, you know, their children, their children's children through the third and fourth generation because they have uh, been an iniquitous people for generations now. Iniquitous I mean, is a great word. Can I say iniquitous? <laughs> sure. I kind of threw it out there. I was like, I'm not exactly sure if this uh, is a word, but I think it'll communicate. We are very iniquitous people. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, th- and they have been for multiple generations, and now they are calling on the Lord to uh, bring about his steadfast love and faithfulness, which is exactly what we see there in Exodus 34. And so they're they're almost reminding the Lord, remember how you talked about that steadfast love, that mm-hmm. faithfulness, that righteousness. We're we're asking for that to be bestowed upon us again mm-hmm. as we have, you know, find ourselves in this lamentable situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love verse eight. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. Mm. That made my mind um, go immediately to Ephesians 2. Um, you know, Paul, the latter half of the chapter, he's talking about the the new humanity, like the new race that is in Jesus, uh, where he's broken down the dividing wall between Gentiles and Jews, and he's made himself one new man in place of the mm. two. Yeah. And, you know, peace is one of the, the big, big themes in uh, this chapter. And specifically this idea of like harmonious peace, like different distinct voices making one, you know, beautiful, distinct whole. Yeah. And in verse 17, uh, Paul says, and he, Jesus, he came and preached peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near. That's the ESV. Um, but that word for preached is interesting. It's uh, It's the word that we get you know, evangelical or evangelize Mm -hmm. from, and it literally means to speak good news. So he Mm. came and spoke good news of peace to those who are far off and to those Mm. who were near. Mm. And, you know, I think that that is like, it's an awesome connection to look at Psalm 85, you know, written from the, this low point in Israel's history and this place of despair. And the direct answer, like, let me hear what the Lord God will speak. Well, God incarnate in Christ comes and visits his people, but he doesn't come in anger. He doesn't come, you know, in condemnation, but he comes to bear condemnation, to bear wrath. And he comes and he Mm. preaches peace. He speaks peace. Amen. Those far off and those near. That's, that is excellent. Um, Mm. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of drawn to some of the questions that they're asking in, in verses 5 and 6. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? And, you know, when we find ourselves in these situations uh, where we're in need of repentance, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this is how the Lord wants us to come back to him. Uh, totally. Just asking these questions of will you revive us again? Um, reminding him of his steadfast love and faithfulness. Not that he needs to be reminded. It's actually us reminding ourselves as we remind the Lord of what he's already made evident in his word. Um, But yeah, such a good word on how uh, as, as new covenant people, Jesus has borne 
the wrath so that we can uh, enter into his steadfast love and faithfulness as the as the psalmist says here amen all right well for Barrett Fisher this is Will Carlisle and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.